Hello, fellow travelers. This is Mike with these two shoes. And in the middle of all of our traveling, we stop and reflect and listen and talk about travel. And I like doing this. I like listening to fellow travelers discussing what they love about travel. I know what I love about travel. We all love travel for particular reasons, but I want to find out what it is they love. In our most recent episode, we talk again to Nick McKenna. And if you recall, we spoke to him about a year ago after his third trip to Europe. He's traveled with us a couple of times. And in in his third trip, or for his third trip, he went off on his own and discovered Europe by himself with his girlfriend. And they planned everything. And that was the premise of that particular podcast. You can see that in our history if you want to go back and listen to that. And if you have, you know what I'm talking about. He did everything on his own. And that was the premise of that particular podcast. We discussed all those differences between uh, having somebody do this for you in group travel and you doing it all on your own. Now, with his most recent trip, just taken this with his last month, we sat down with him and talked about that particular trip and what it was was group travel but a different spin on things he has decided he wants to be a history major and he is studying uh, alongside other history majors while traveling through europe that is the best way to do both education and travel and i'm excited for him in fact i was a little too excited he was excited I do have to apologize. We were so excited to talk to each other about what this is, what this whole trip was about, that we spoke over each other quite a bit. So I do apologize for that. I hope it doesn't ruin the recording. But uh, I did something a little bit different. I didn't plan ahead. I didn't talk to him prior to the recording of this podcast. I wanted everything to be fresh. I wanted everything to be new, and I wanted to be surprised with what he would say uh, right alongside the listener. So with that, I didn't know what he was going to say, and I got excited to listen and speak and talk about things, and he was excited to tell me, and I think you can hear it in his voice that he's very excited about travel. I've created another monster, and I don't think he's done traveling quite yet. He's going to uh, going to travel along with us in the future, and, and I'm sure he's going to continue and go on to bigger and better things and travel by himself in the future as well. But with that, I'll leave you. Listen to this next episode with Nick McKenna, our fellow traveler, my former student and lover of Europe. And I hope you enjoy. This is Mike with these two shoes. Hello? Nicholas. Hey, how's it going? How are you, buddy? Awesome. I'm doing awesome. How about you? Good, good. We're trying to figure out what's going on here because the uh, the app has been updated a few times since you and I have recorded last, yeah. and it's uh, it's a little different. I yeah. don't have to actually call you. Uh, I just send you a link now, but uh, that's, okay, okay. that's Anchor now. So uh, right. anyway, let me get into it. Everybody, listeners, uh, this is Nick McKenna, a uh, longtime now friend of mine and tr- fellow traveler. He's a f- He's a former student. And he's been with us before on other trips. He has been on past travel uh, vlogs with uh, on this particular 
Anchor with us before talking yep. about his um, his trip without us. And then now he's recently gone on a trip again, and I'll let him get into the details of that. But he's gone on a trip recently, and we wanted to talk to him about that and the differences again, but the the uh, the ins and outs of that particular trip. And I'll let him talk about what's going on with school because he is a full-time student. Yep. Um, don't know what's going on with work, but we'll talk about that later. Yep. And for the listeners, Nick, I didn't want to go and find out all this stuff about you, what's going on right now. And I didn't want to hear about the trip at all until right, we got right. together. That's your way. That's yeah, your way. I didn't want, yeah, I wanted to be fresh. I wanted to be new to me, just as it is to the listeners. And I wanted to uh, be spontaneous that way. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I kind of know where he went because of the Instagram post, but I don't know <clears throat> the details of the trip. And well, that's that's the point. We're going to let Nick get into the middle of all this all right. and go from there. Okay, so uh, this, go summer, ahead. Uh, this summer I decided to go. Well, actually, I, uh, right now uh, I'm full-time student, like you, like you said, uh, history major, minor in French, and I'm going for a certificate in public planning just because, you know, I had two classes for it. Okay, Already. so <laughs> let me stop you real quick. You, yeah, yeah. The last time we spoke, you I knew that you were a history major, Yeah, which was kind of like the reason that you went on the last trip. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it is right. Yep. Okay. So, Correct. yeah. I didn't know about, well, I, th- I think we did talk about you being kind of a French yeah. double major. I, yeah, I, then, I, then I was... Uh, What's up with you know, that? What's up with the past, the past nine months. Okay, so I've been using this uh, multiple things, but primarily I've been using uh, like Skype, Skype phone calls. So I'd be having an hour, an hour, uh, two hours a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, talking to several different people from wherever the wherever the heck, like uh, from Africa to you know, of course, Europe, all over Europe and Canada, even. Yeah. Of course, and uh, that's over the last eight months, it has incredibly helped. So I'm I'm definitely conversational. I have. Weekly, I have two conversations minimum a week with somebody. In French? Uh, yeah, in French, in French. Nice. Yep. Yeah, and so, but, uh, and they're relatively cheap lessons. This italki again, I-T-A-L-K-I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bunch, a lot of languages, a lot of languages, and uh, some languages more expensive than others. For example, I pay about an average about 8 to $9 an, an hour. But, like, uh, after after this, I have, I have ambition to learn Spanish probably about in a year from now. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and I saw lessons as cheap as like $4 on there. And so that, that I can, you know, potentially do more hours a day, et cetera, something like that. And depending yeah. on what language. And yeah. tell me that again. What, what was, where's the website for that? Italki. It's also an app. Uh, I T I talk, you know, and then I, I talk, I talk, I. I, yes. And it's an app as well. Yep. Wow. I didn't know about that. There's a Look. similar one called Preply. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I knew yep, I knew about that one. Yeah, and that one's that one's a little more expensive, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's going on with school? Where are you? With, we'll get into yeah, the travel in just uh, a minute, but what's going on with school? Let's find out where you are with that. Going, school's going great. I have about a year and a, year to year and a half. Uh, I haven't. Uh, last two semesters, I got a three point eight, and this one, I got a three point eight three, just barely above that last one. Nice. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And uh, after after this, I plan on doing my master's. It's a bit of a up in the air right now. You know, I. Being a, tra- I guess, a traveler, uh, yeah. I, I would like to go. I would like to go elsewhere and just, you know, experience that. I feel like it'd be a shame not to, for at least a new master's for my master's year or so, year or two. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm really, you know, it's a 
big big deal right now but i have a year and a half to sort of wonder and talk with teachers about it which is my plan so right now. graduation about a year and a half to two years from yeah now. yep yep so let me ask you this then are you thinking about teaching again Still? oh absolutely oh absolutely okay <clears throat> so <clears throat> let me ask you this then if you were let's say this is the only major that i know that does this spanish right. or, okay. or really foreign languages right teachers or not teachers but people who 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 major in a foreign language mm-hmm. always go and spend time in that foreign country right. and get that conversational aspect of that language down. Exactly. So, I know it. Like the, 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 the more local, the more right. everyday right. sort of talk. Right. right. That conversational language, the the nuances of of exactly. an area. I mean Which I, is where I feel I lack I lack incredibly, you know, when yeah, like yeah. in movies in movies, for example, there's a a lot of slang that you're just like, what? What did they just say? I'm not really sure. Right. And there's a lot of slang. In fact, I had to, in my, I think I might have said some, this before with you, but hmm. um, in my travels, I didn't realize that I had used so much. And being the English teacher, oh. it was kind of odd, but I used a lot of slang. And right. It, and it's local slang for like Central Valley. <laughs> right. Right. Not Valley Girls type, but, right. but Central right. Valley, right? Right, right. And I and I remember one. I remember specifically once when I I said something about it's not enough to shake a stick at, right? Like little <laughs> like it's... and the the guy was was from um was from Italy, and he said, "What? <laughs> you want to hit it with a with a stick? No, no, no." And I had to stop and think. Wait a minute. Ah. I'm using a lot of slang here, I, and I had to realize uh, and, and fix that, but. Right. You're, you're right. There's a lot of yeah. those little nuances that you you have you get when you're in a local area. So my question was, my original question was, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You you did that kind of last year or not last year, but was it last year with your yeah, last, yeah. Last, it was a year summer. ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was a year ago. So with your last trip, you kind of did something like that in regards to history. Are yeah. you going to do that again in regards to maybe even studying in That's the area? You know, I, I'm thinking uh, Leiden because they they have a campus at the Hague. Uh, and and they do they have a lot of uh, maritime history and colonial yeah. history which is I'm really interested in it's the foundations of kind of globalism and all that good stuff right and and I don't know that's always my topic and they and they have ninety percent of the courses in English there you know they're yeah. pretty fortunate in the Netherlands for them to speak English but oh, also, you mean I'm sorry you meant yeah. you meant Leiden Leiden yes there you go okay. there you go <laughs> you would know you speak I know you speak a little bit Dutch yeah yeah okay so my so, apologies no 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 problem and then and Leiden. then again I think I told you this before. Um, Amsterdam was the first place of the first corporation, right? Uh, the VOC, right? Yes, VOC, right? yes, yeah. yes. The VOC. So that that place is, in fact, the building is still there, <laughs> right? No, oh my, I know we've seen it. It's it's pretty. It's like that big brick, right? The brick. Yep. Sort of. <laughs> I don't know if I showed you when we were there, but you might have seen it when you were I, right when you went on on your own. But um. Yeah, that's the 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 birthplace of the the first corporation was there. Fox, all those, good, yeah. Yeah, it's there's so much maritime history in that in that region because those countries employed so right. ships was, and and that exactly. was you know the part of their part of their their way. Major, right, and it's so forgotten. Like in history, I feel like the Dutch are incredibly forgot about, considering they controlled you know the East Indies up to like World War Two, I believe. And uh, also, they were also just a global power, economic powerhouse for good and bad, bad reasons, of course. But yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I tell people this all the time that that we could have been speaking Dutch here in America, if, right? If it wasn't uh, for slavery, 
Right. Oh, for sure. For right? sure. Yeah. Be, thanks to slit. Well, thanks or not. Thanks to that slavery. I, I mean, that's right. not my opinion. I'm saying, um, right. had it not been for slavery, the Dutch wouldn't have traded the new America that they came to that they called new Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was New York. And they, mm-hmm. the English came and called it, no, we're going to call it the New York. So new Amsterdam was traded for Suriname. Right. So right. That's there was more fair. slavery there. There's mm-hmm. no slaves in New York or New Amsterdam or the new America. Right. So they, they traded it and we could have been speaking Dutch and it's just not written down. You're right. It's not written down and it's not um, remembered that way. And the Dutch aren't remembered for most of the things that they've, they've done for us. Right. For, well, sure. for the world. Really, for the world. The, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they are an in- interesting bunch, and I'd like to, you know, further my studies with that kind of stuff. I love that place, man. As you know, my my name my my daughter Holland, and I and yeah, I love, yeah. I love that country. I, I I don't know why, but when, I mean, I have friends there, but the thing about that place is when I when I first stepped foot on that, on that soiled, or soggy soil. Right. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I fell in love with it immediately, and it's always felt like home, and. For the longest time, even now, I um, I always travel there, as well as Italy. So Italy and and right. and, and uh, the Netherlands have always mm-hmm. been uh, destinations for every trip. I either started in one and ended in the other, or vice right. versa. Perfect um, for that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they yeah. just flank those areas of Europe, yeah, uh, perfectly. Yeah. So I can yeah. maybe arrive in Amsterdam and leave out of Italy, and right. or vice versa. But right. uh, I always incorporate those, and I and then. <clears throat> Two years ago, we had a trip where we went to both. Um, mm-hmm. And I, with my, when, I went, when I say a trip, I mean with travelers. Right, but right. I typically do something like that on my own all the time. So I love those. Two that was trips. a great one. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm hanging out with that group. Yeah, you were. I'm sorry, you were with us on that one. Yeah, I was. Yeah, the, uh, where we started. Where we started. We started. I think I believe we started in Amsterdam and ended in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ended in what? Did we ended London. I think, we, but we did a full circle through. Like, yeah, we ended up in London, Austria, Italy. Yeah, yeah I forgot you were on that one. France. Because you traveled, the, you traveled us twice now. Yeah, twice. It was yeah, fifteen and uh, what is and 17. that one? So that was seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, 15, seventeen. 17. So, go into. Uh, let's talk about uh, the trip. Yeah. So I so I'll know exactly what you've done and where you went and yeah. oh, all that and when and, and kind of tell me when and with whom you did that because it looked okay. as if you were with another group. Yeah, it was with Fresno State. Uh, this time, uh, okay. So school related then. School, school related, yeah. Okay, I won't was... hold that against you with traveling out of another group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I knew. I'm I playing. Knew. Go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, trust me. Uh, it was not as uh, organized. I'll get into that. It was not as organized as I'd say in EF tour. Even though we've had our small problems with EF, you know, with uh, planes and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was with. You know, I'm a history major. I'm a history major, so. Uh, so I got an email and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Scotland. Uh, and it's a teacher who I've always heard is good things about Dr. Jones. Uh, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, I went to a meeting and yeah, that was that essentially and the school basically paid for two thirds of it, so, which wow. was great. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty, cause I don't really know why exactly, but, uh, we had really good, uh, you know, like advisors and stuff to just look for those, uh, scholarships and, and things like that. Okay. So it was scholarship funded and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That was a benefit. That was the you know I've done solo. I've done with you guys or not? Yeah, and with you guys and uh, now like a college sort of edition. I guess. Yeah. Out of all the out of the benefits, that would be it, and it would be it would be the the for the price for sure, and also uh, the like minded people because you know we're more or less there was about ninety five percent of us were history majors, 
And yeah. so we kind of well, that's what I that's what I meant with my original question was like, are you yeah. going to do some traveling associated to that? And I knew you did that a Absolutely. couple. You did that last year, and then now that's even better when you have a group that's right. all history majors or or right. mostly history right. majors, mm-hmm. and you're all talking about that particular exactly. kind of thing, right? It was perfect. It was yeah, yeah it was great. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. It was, uh, yeah, so even the people who weren't really history majors were kind of, since at least we're all college students, like that was also cool. And you know, there's a few other professors on there, which was also cool. Yeah. Uh, but so here we are. So it's, it was time to go. We left out of uh, San Francisco. I was, you know, I was already, we, we, me and you usually fly out of LAX, I believe. I think. Yeah. We did once but, out of LA and then once out of San Fran. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I, I like, uh, I think I, after this time, I think I like LAX better, but anyways. You like which better? LAX, surprisingly. I like it better. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I don't. I just yeah, but uh, so San Francisco. We okay. We had really bad baggage problems this trip. Really bad. Like, we we flew with uh, Lufthansa. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so uh, we flew to uh, we were going to fly. We flew over Scotland into Frankfurt, and we get in Frankfurt, and then uh, due to thunderstorms, that that flight was uh completely canceled. Uh, oh wow. And so after being on the plane, we're all loaded up, right? We had to get off and so look for our bags, but about like I don't I don't want to say exactly, but around three to four people's bags were completely missing. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, and <laughs> oh man, it was it was so that that's how that started. Um, but we did get to tour Frankfurt, which was not on the itinerary. You know what I mean? So well, that was cool. Yeah, that was great. That's we the thing go. about that, Nick. You, you mm-hmm. take it, you take something like like lost baggage and right. thunderstorms and a delayed flight, and you say, well, let's make the best of this and let's go exactly. out. That's that's the difference between a traveler and mm-hmm. someone who's just using the plane right. from point A to point B. Exactly, right. Right. And it was so much it was a blast. It was a blast and I was so thankful for that um that delay, you know what I mean? Yeah. At first it's you know, of course we had to go everybody was it was crazy. Everybody had to get off and each person had to individually book a book their flight. And so Ooh. now we here we come a group of sixteen people just <laughs> it was just you know a disaster so did they so did, let me ask that's an important thing right there that's an important thing that people just don't realize about so when those guys are all booking an individual flight yeah and i'm assuming to where we were headed to frankfurt from, to glasgow to yeah. glasgow okay so yeah. they had which to, is they had really to do their rare own trip they had to do their own leg from from frankfurt to glasgow in doing that did they all travel together or separate uh we had yeah no we ended up oh, oh there's super mega amounts of connections that we had to everybody had to change and luckily we ended up getting going to london city which is i guess not not a uh, heathrow yeah but i think yeah we went to city and then yeah i believe, I believe a plane from there to glasgow i believe yeah so I've, uh, I've had that in fact when you were with me when the plane got a hole yep. in it right yeah well, that was that was crazy <laughs> like what the food truck the i think yeah, uh, i still really like an I Sorry. still tell people about that where everybody was kind of we were all at the gate kind yep. of looking out the window and Nick included no one has ever traveled before. I mean, all those all those travelers have not been traveling before. They were, <clears throat> excuse me, at the window. And I said to them, hey, that's our plane. And it was with my favorite, my favorite KLM. Company, KLM. Uh, I wanted, I've never been on KLM. Yeah, I, I know. I so love bad. that. I love that flight. <laughs> so anyway, that company. So. We're watching that flight, and I'm I'm excited because we're watching that plane get all set up. I'm excited because that's my favorite airline, and it's connected obviously to Holland. So we are watching the guys service the plane and check the tires and 
fuel the plane up and then there's people running in and out of it kind of cleaning it and getting ready to go and our new crew is going getting ready to step in <clears throat> and then the food truck rate and I, no one knows this it's kind of like a, a dump truck um yeah an enclosed so, yeah. dump truck mm-hmm. where the back raises all the way up to the the height of the plane and they back into the door and empty out all the food and and kind of service the the plane food wise well they literally backed into the door they put, they put a hole in the plane and i, I remember one the door my, i remember yeah they, i put I, I mean it was big enough to drive a, a, a truck through right so i remember one of the travelers looked they everyone's looking at the plane this happens we saw it all happen oh. and one, one of them turns around and says so now what <laughs> and i said i think we're gonna have to get another plane my point was that because of the way we travel we all have to go together we all go together right, right. and and we and you know now the difficulty <laughs> of having to individually Oof. book your own plane a pain in the neck in that kind of situation yeah, um, right right so i take care of that with one phone call it's done right yeah it was not yeah because what ef has their connections ef is right more but they have their stuff down right yeah we we I made one I mean, phone it seems call like, it seems and it like. was over because yeah. the, the airline takes kicks in, um, the company kicks in and we're, we're done. We're, we're taking care of all. I took that for such, I took that for granted. Like I did not realize how much of a hassle that could be. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the oh, thing, man. People, people I, think, so I don't want to travel with, I don't want to travel with group travel. There's, I can't really do what I want. I can't. And, right. and, and yeah, yeah, you can, you can do what you want and you can do yeah. other things. But when it comes to situations like this, <clears throat> Mike steps in and takes care of it, and you don't have to take care of anything. Right. You yeah, have, exactly, you're not exactly. stressed at whatsoever exactly. where, versus Nick <clears throat> and Steve and John and Bobby and Billy and St- whoever, all these people um, had to make individual arrangements. And you have a chance of not actually flying together, which is not right. always good either, right? So Yeah. And that kind of – it changes your, your – your plans and it changes your itinerary and it changes your your travel experience sometimes and and of course i'm, I'm happy to hear that you did something like let's get off the plane and go look for right. frankfurt because right. check out frankfurt because that's making a positive out of the entire thing right yeah it would have been a shame it would have been a shame not to for sure yeah yeah you know and i'm sure there were people on that on if you hadn't been there i'm sure there would have been a majority of those people saying oh, <laughs> we, just, we should just stay in the in the airport because this is safe and this is <laughs> i don't this is what we, we should do. We had a while. I don't know. It was, it was a weird. We had a great group. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I love them all. They're all great ass, great people. How many great people nice. were with you? 16. I think that includes the teacher. Okay. I think. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. That's a good but, little um, group. Yeah, a good little group. Not too. Yeah, exactly. Not too big. We've gone, I don't remember, but quite a few. I mean, you. Quite a few people. Like what? Yeah, we had, we had maybe? almost 50 on that last trip. Oh, my. No. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I take that back. It wow. wasn't almost. It was 50. Right. Wow, you work. I don't know how you do it, but congrats, people. <laughs> well, see, that's, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. I think you're yeah. really appreciating the difference between you being a traveler and you having to travel alone. And, yeah. and I think you got a taste of it last time a year ago yep. when you you completely did the entire trip yep. of your own yep, by yourself. Mm-hmm. I was with my ex, I was with my ex girlfriend. Yeah, with yeah. your girlfriend. So the, yeah. just the two of you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's by yourself. You're not not right. talking with a group. There are a lot of responsibilities in regards to the logistics of the things that people just don't realize what's going on, you know? Right, right. It, a, lot, a lot goes behind the scenes. You know, yeah. like one of those, one little mishap that happened uh, 
while I was in uh, like you know last year, the one we're talking about was uh, we booked one of the hotels. I think it was our last hotel or something for the whole thing. We stayed in Airbnbs, but we had booked one hotel, and yeah. uh, like a, a month before the trip, we go to check everything, and uh, turns out we booked like the wrong month or something. I don't. Cause, oh no! Yeah, obviously because you know the month, the months and dates are all changed. Uh, I mean, they're it goes day, month, year instead of month, day, year. You know, exactly. and that's kind of a exactly. no brainer. It's no brainer when you when you look back at it, but it's like ah, I didn't. I, you know, when you're just going, you, yeah, but you forget about that because it's the, yeah. it's second nature for us to put right. the month before the year, yeah, or before the day. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like our way. Yeah. It makes way more sense their way. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, think about it. Most of the time, we write it's the fifth of March, right? So why can't we put five five or five ten <laughs> or five eleven or five twelve or whatever, right? Right. It's it's. <laughs> You know, and the, the thing is, dude, I'm subject to this as well. Huh. I'm, um, I don't think I've told you, but I'm, on, I'm, I'm embarking on an RV tour. Okay. Uh, my best friend from London, uh, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't live in London, but he, in England. He yeah. and his wife, Ali and myself, we're all going to be, the four of us are going to be on an RV trip for two weeks, Ooh, traveling nice. around the U.S. Ah, sweet. And, yeah, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But the, the, the what I was going to say was, uh, even I fall short of the little details sometimes and I forget something and, you know, for, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I don't know why or how I did this, but I, I knew that I had the large quote unquote, the large RV. Well, the, <laughs> the large RV is a 30 footer. Okay. Okay. There's an extra large, but we got the large. Right. Uh, and it's 30 foot. When I okay. was making my reservations at the different RV parks, I don't know why I said 24. Uh, so <clears throat> luckily uh, huh. I drove up to Clovis uh, this last week just so I could see the RV <laughs> to get an idea visually Would how much space we weeks? have. I want to get, I want to look at the beds and see what kind of sheets we need to, the size of sheets that we need to purchase and all those little nuances. Right. Right. <laughs> and then the, the lady that pulled the truck around for me to look at it, pulled this truck around. I said, yeah, the 24. I get in and there's only one bed. Oh, uh, where's the bed in the back? Well, the, you know the 24 footer doesn't have that. Well, wait a minute, <laughs> something's wrong. So I get on my my trusty cell phone and I look up my emails and I look at the confirmations. I go, oh man, I'm so sorry. I have a 30 footer, not a 24. Uh, so no problem. Look, we'll bring out the 34, the 30 footer for you, so you can look at that. I immediately got on the phone to all the RV places and I had to call them. And I didn't think, you know, that from a 24 to a 30 footer, that four feet was going to make that. Right. Well, six feet was going to make a difference. Right. 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 Um, But only one out of out of five RV places, only one (laughs) made me um, change the reservations. And they actually moved me to a different site because Uh, that particular RV place was a little smaller. But for the most part. I was already sitting in a quote unquote large lot. So right. it wasn't so, that wasn't that big a deal. But it happens, man. I mean yeah, I know the experience travel. It's a yep, it's a lot of little little tiny stuff like that. It's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you get through it, you know. And and it just it honestly, I would honestly say it makes you so much grateful for every uh, everything that goes right, because you're just expecting everything to go wrong once once things start to go wrong. <laughs> Well, it can easily snowball like that, right? It sure can. Yeah. And I've seen it. Do, I've seen it do that before, and I've seen it kind of. <laughs> and then you know, you just have to be 
you'd have to be the person in that, that me, you have to be the person in that group that kind of picks everybody up and keeps them motivated right. and, and yeah, positive. Absolutely. absolutely. Like that's a, that's a necessary thing on a trip. There yeah. needs to be somebody like that, you know? Yeah. Because you need, it's you need somebody to pick everybody up and say, okay, right. let's go, let's go, let's go. And um, hopefully I've been, I've been positive like that for the most no, part absolutely. on trips, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me, once you got out of Frankfurt, got in the airport, yeah. then you mm-hmm. flew into Glasgow? Yep. Uh, oh, actually, uh, London City, but I think it was no more than an hour, um, an hour layover, something like that. And yeah, then, but yeah. The, that kind of layover time, you don't really get out of the yep. airport, nope. right? Not not at all. We're, yeah. we're, running, we're actually running, running to the gate, you know? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're literally running, right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah but there's there quite a bit of running <laughs> yeah. on this trip. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what, okay, so yeah, we got into, Glas- we got into Glasgow. And uh, we had missed the uh, uh, like the university tour, which we ended up just going back to the university later. But we had missed a few things, uh, nothing too bad. And so, oh, which one? What? Which? Gla- yeah, go Glasgow ahead. From they, they were going to give you a university tour in Glasgow. Yeah, and also like a little bit of a lecture because we had uh, four. You know, being an educational trip, we had to read two books and write two essays, one on each, uh, just about Scotland from like about the 1600s to modern day. About did you get some sort of credit for that? Oh yeah, yeah. I just ate, you know, a credit because we're only there for a week, and yeah. Oh, one stuff. credit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, worth it. And and cool. then mind <laughs> you, that was probably free. Yeah, basically, you know, was, I paid. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? I mean, did you have to pay the university for that unit? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, consider I really paid like no more than probably a grand for this trip. So it was a part of that. Yeah, I, I would say so. Somewhere in that, but that was like for you know that covered so much. Whatever I gave. So I okay, over. then yeah, then then my assumption is right. Then you you basically got the the mm. one unit for free. Yeah. Yep. Unit exactly. Wow. You did. Yeah. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And an experience to go. It got so much. It was yeah. just great. Yeah. All that was great. Go ahead. So let's see. I was in. Uh, yeah, Glasgow. So Glasgow. Oh man, they are the nicest people I think I've met out of all the places we've been, all the cities. You Quite could, nice, right? very oh my yeah wow. i was just there last summer <laughs> yeah what did you think about what did you think about the people there I, well i was all over scotland i was um and it was it was quite nice i just felt like the, i was in ireland and scotland both okay okay and uh different legs of the trip i i flew into london <clears throat> that same buddy that i'm doing the rv trip he and i spent time in in england together for i don't know a week or whatever it was and then i um ended up doing uh, Scotland with him, okay, and we went all around in, in, in up in Scotland, and then um, back to London. I met Ali at the airport in Heathrow, and then we flew together to Ireland, and then we and we finished our trip together in in Ireland. So I did both, and they're both very similar. Um, one is a little more expensive than the other. Ireland is a little bit okay. more expensive, really. But yeah, it was a little more expensive, but it wasn't like it wasn't like being in France. Okay, right, right. Right. France <laughs> right, okay. is really expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought Scotland was great. I mean, it, it's bucket list for me, Scotland and Ireland. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but I thought the, the two countries were incredibly nice. And we were wandering around. We're doing, a, a my buddy and I up in Scotland, we're doing pub crawls. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And we got found, yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. We found um, the people to be really nice, um, really inviting. And, very, uh, very and, and, talk, and talkative. Yes, all of that, and just fun. They, they have always have have something to sing or say or just yeah do. It's it's hilarious, and they like I did my. 
they got me motivated. I don't know what they got. They brought out my inner Scottish or something. I don't know. It was great. I was having a great time. Nice. Was so nice. Yeah. Nice. So, there we, we, we visit, I don't know, uh, St. Andrews, Edinburgh, uh, the Highlands. Nice. Uh, and of course, Glasgow was like our home base. We kind of would always come back there at night. Yeah. I didn't go to Glasgow. I was only in Edinburgh. Glasgow was nice. Uh, I would say pro- the people were the most friendly there. Not that it was a huge difference where you went, but uh, just says there a lot, I guess. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, I don't know. So how long? Yeah. How long was this trip altogether? It's un- unfortunately just a week. Uh, but I guess not really. Unfortunately, it was great. But uh, so I've how long really... did you stay in? Was it all in Scotland then? Yep, all in Scotland minus the one uh, off day in Frankfurt. So it was you were in, it was intended to be six or seven days all in the Scotland. Scottish Scottish area. Yep. Okay. Yep. So how, how did that fare in regards to right. somebody this is thinking definitely at first? Yeah. Somebody thinking, oh, I'm going to go to Scotland. Should I go for a week? How did that fare? Do, do you think it was good to yeah. be there for a week? Yeah. I think, I think now looking back at it, uh, I guess a week in a country is good for a country and maybe, maybe, you know, even a little bit more, maybe like a week and a couple of days. Uh, but I couldn't imagine, uh, well, like I, we've always done how we've always done is about two, three days in a city. Yeah, and you get to see the, the great things, and you get to. Uh, it's it's they're both. Great. I don't know really. There's not much of a. Good or bad difference between that because. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's always something to do when you're doing the two, three days, which is always great. You're never like you're never wondering. Oh, what should I go? What should I go do? There's always right. a new right. a new culture or something to experience. So you, you said that I'm sorry. You said that Glasgow was your kind of your home base. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So did you, what did you do? Branch out and go to different little places off of yeah, Glasgow? Yeah, yeah uh, like we what, we went to, uh, like, what do you mean, like uh, at night and stuff or? Well, I mean. Or for the day? For example, I get I, when, I'm in, when I'm in Italy, mm-hmm. um, uh, Florence is usually a little home base for me. I stay in okay. Florence uh-huh. and I'll branch out till I go like a day trip to Pisa yeah, and exactly. a day trip to Siena and a day mm-hmm. trip to wherever, right? Yep. Um did you do things like that? Oh, plenty of that. Yeah, that like we stayed basically. We we would do a whole day like in Edinburgh, the Royal Mile. Uh, you know, go see some great, just a lot of a lot of. I'm sure you you know this. A lot of rolling green hills everywhere. There are a lot of great places. Oh, yeah. A lot of fresh oh, air yeah. too. All great. Uh, and a lot of uh, <clears throat> you know, we saw a lot of historic sites, and that was every day was something else in, in other cities. But uh, I'd say I, I'm this is a guesstimate, and I think it was like three days in Glasgow. Where we just kind of did things around Glasgow. We we did we went to New Lanark. If you've heard of that, no. um, what is like that? A, have you heard of a New Haven? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like the version of that that worked, and oh. and that was in Scotland. And he uh, this guy basically made a little factory, and had all these uh, orphans work there. And he would pay them, and he would teach them, and he would he would be not religiously influenced, which was kind of different for their time, especially in Scotland. Yeah. And so it was a a whole little experiment there that I guess worked for quite a while. And uh, yeah, wow. it was interesting. New Lanark is really cool. Yeah. So what's it called again? New Lanark. Uh, N E W. So it's so it's, now it's just a historical landmark. It's not. Yeah, really it's, it's like a operational. What are they called? Yeah, they're, they're fighting. They have like their national heritage or something. Yeah. Some site. I'm not sure exactly what the name. Okay. Is, but... mm-hmm. So historically speaking, for a bunch mm-hmm. of history students, that's, that's oh, a good little sight to see. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. and they have little. Little little rooms like examples of how they'd live. Right. So little little rooms for, at most they said sixteen people would sometimes had had been recorded of being into rooms like that. Little little rooms, you know. Yeah, I, I love seeing, I love seeing little, 
like how going going back and and seeing those houses and right and seeing like um, remember Stonehenge? We've been there a few times now. I think yeah, I mean, I've been there at least twice. And uh, that you know, on the side they have those those huts and uh, yeah, that, that's always cool to see. Like wow, as, like, actually to how the uh, people used to live, right? Right, right. Yeah, I, that that blows my that blows me away. The the Stonehenge, <laughs> like this I, the. I just I would go again, you know. I've been twice. I would go again to go see. Like it's so like, what is this? What are they? What were they trying to do? And yeah, all the it's crazy. Yeah, that's also an interesting bats, place. You know? I mean, I, again, you're right. We have been there together twice. The yeah. um, all those places like that. When you when you go and you actually see, and and we can see it in California as well. When when you're traveling in California and you do the whole, the whole mission, right? All, I have. Have you seen I've, those? I haven't. I've, I mean, I've seen. I think one or two when I was. In fourth, fifth grade, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a time frame that you're starting to learn right. about it. Right. When uh, I you ever to. get a chance to do that, and if the list, will. listeners will. ever get a chance to do that, you should do it because you get to see exactly. They always have a few rooms set up how people lived. Like there's belongings right. there. There's the bed. There's the 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 bed pan. There's a sink. There's this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Examples of their food. Examples of their clothing. Examples of their of their lifestyle. Right. Right. And I love seeing. Um, that same thing in those European um, Con- sort of older context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the European Very... little villages and whatnot. So right. it's it's one thing to see how a city like Glasgow or or London or wherever looks today, um, being that it has extremely old architecture. But then, sorry, sorry, all, sorry about that. That's right. Sorry about that. On top of that, seeing how people lived back then versus today right exactly it's it's and that's the thing that we kind of miss a lot in history books is the kind of personal personal aspect and that's the only way to really supplement that is definitely like through museums and stuff like that yeah you get to see actually see it firsthand i don't know always tell me about the food yeah yeah uh the food if you're like a food lover i would you know scotland probably shouldn't be on your list but if (laughs) they have it's a lot of it's bland you know it's not bad i'm not saying it's bad but it's pretty bland okay uh you know, there's haggis, which is. Did you, you know, try that? I did, but here's the thing: I'll put an asterisk on it because I only tried it on pizza, and it was it was a good amount on it. But I've heard when I was telling people that they're like, "No, you got to try a different way." Which, unfortunately, I, I didn't because there's better stuff to try. Yeah. Uh, for example, that's, a, uh, that's an odd thing to try haggis yeah. on pizza. Yeah, I guess it's a, yeah, I guess it's a thing. They <laughs> they do that there. Yeah, and there's oh, there's I, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, there's plenty of haggis variety of of foods there yeah and one thing yeah their food i think this might be a uk uh wide thing but there's a law i was talking to somebody from glasgow telling me there's a law that limits the sugar and so uh drinks like uh sprite right right always they taste different tastes like the ratios off you know yeah because they've they've altered the sugar amount right right yeah Mm -hmm. and that's it goes through everything which if if you're an American, you're like, where's all the sugar? But, you know, yeah, it's, it's probably a lot better for them. I <laughs> know it definitely is a lot better for them. I knew about that, but I didn't try the soda because I just I don't drink yeah. a lot of soda, but especially yeah. in Europe, because we got a courtesy pack. We got a courtesy pack of this uh, iron brew is what it's called. That I don't know if you, it's that orange drink in in Scotland. And yeah, it's it tastes like bubble gum. It's not good. But that they, I never don't get me wrong. I never will try like McDonald's or any of that stuff. When I'm abroad, I, I will never touch any of those American based products never 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 yeah and that's absolutely necessary you don't do that fyi anyone you don't do that 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I give people a lot, of, a lot of flack for doing such a thing, but why, why is it you think you shouldn't do that, Nick? I think we have all that stuff at home, and, and uh, I think you can get that anytime. And there's, considering, the, it's, it's a really a time thing, you know what I mean? And a culture thing. We're definitely in a place where you could find stuff you're not going to ever be able to find back at home, and that's a guarantee. I, you never, I've never had food like I've had food in Europe, ever, ever. It's always different. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's yeah, great. exactly. You know what's strange about <clears throat> about food and and what you just said? You said this, you said time. Yeah, time is is incredible because in regards to travel, you only have for so sure. much time when you're traveling around, mm-hmm. right? Your window is only open for so long. You got to get in and you got to get out. Yep. However, fast food in America allows us to eat in the car as we're driving home, as we're driving to work. As we're driving to the next destination, easy, right? Right, it's easy. And when you're in Europe, I experienced this the first time, thirty years ago, whatever it was when I first started traveling. How different time was in association to food. My example, my best example, was being at the beach Forte da Marme in Italy, mm-hmm. and we it it uh, if you looked up opposite of the beach you saw the white uh, marble mountains that michelangelo used to wow. use for everything he created wow. marble wise but the no beach, way that's awesome <laughs> yeah it's incredible so we went to a meal one night there with uh-huh. a, a friend of mine that we we're staying with um and if he's listening julio thank you for this because it changed my life but we went to a meal nick i don't care this is not an over exaggeration <laughs> It lasted from five o'clock to one o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh! No, a meal. Wow! It was an experience. It was sounds like a great time, though. Sounds like a great. Oh time. my god! It's the best meal and the best time I've ever had associated to a meal in my entire life. And what this part was of Italy. Were you in like northern or what? It's uh, central northern. It's like okay. It's not quite Florence, uh-huh. and that's not quite Florentine area, but it's. It's uh, it's uh, on the beach, uh, Fort okay. de Marme, okay, and cool. uh, we, my buddy Julio was from a little place called Piacenza, which is like I've always said, this place is picturesque. It <laughs> is this quintessential Italian uh, little village, uh, and he's just outside of Milano, so <clears throat> it's in that that general vicinity, that, that general area. But this okay. this meal was early in my my travels, like twenty eight. 30 years ago, whatever it was. Well, so it's, it was the, it was the high watermark, as you know, of, of my food experience in Europe. And right. and the thing is, it wasn't like they brought all the food out at five o'clock and we were still eating <laughs> at one. It was just course after course, after course, after course, after course, one after another with a group of about 25, maybe 30 people, because it was a big part of the, Forte de Marme is a, is a beach town where all the people, all the, the mothers and the children go to, to hang out at the beach in August, and oh. all the dads come on the weekend. So they're out working? Yeah, because they're working still, right? Okay. And Julio is a dentist, so he has to work during the week. So he picked up the two of us, my buddy and I, and we were staying at his house. And he said, the kids and, and uh, Michaela are at the beach. We're going to go see them. Okay. We didn't think anything of it. We didn't, okay, we're going to go to the beach. We had no idea, dude, that this was going to be the way it was. Um, 
but the the meal like i said started out with some some prosciutto and melon uh which is like like really thinned for the listeners really thin ham um, from a special part of the pig wrapped around cantaloupe and then we had which is a special little dessert kind of like entree right, right. we had some pastas we had some stews we had some meats we had vegetables one thing after another it, it was an incredible experience to this day i can still remember all the conversations i had all the ta- all the people that i met it was That's so hospitable they're so nice i don't know what it is but they you could find some maybe universal thing i guess that we're just lacking a little here but what's that you could find a lot of hospitality over there you could a lot of it yeah anywhere, it's it's anywhere you go you know what there's that word hospitality is always associated to 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 a meal right because sure. the Europeans, absolutely absolutely yeah the europeans have a different aspect of sitting down and conversing and visiting enjoying over enjoy- a meal they have a different aspect of it. They have a different philosophy of it, different different perspective, and it's, it's completely different. And my my point, all, I mean, I'll get, I'll move on. But the the meal, like I said, changed the way that I saw myself. It changed the way that I saw other people. It changed the way I wanted to eat in the future. Because right. You're having such a right. wonderful meal, and you think about all the food that we ate. But it's <laughs> it being there from five to one o'clock in the morning allowed us to to digest obviously right right and we're having wine and coffee and then all just tons of food <laughs> where i thought if if i had all of this food in an hour setting i would have already thrown up a couple of times for sure for sure <laughs> right but you're digesting all this food over the over that course of that time it's just wonderful 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 time but yeah you're right i mean anywhere in europe and that that's that was in italy but anywhere in europe they have this different philosophy of of food and talk, conversation, and visiting, and it's just different. It's just yeah, different. For sure, I love it. Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you see, or what did you experience in regards to the culture of of Scotland versus mm-hmm. maybe England or versus what? Right. What would you? <laughs> they hate the Scottish. Hate the English. I've noticed. <laughs> it's like a funny. It's a funny on. It's kind of funny, but like kind of serious at the same time. Why like, ongoing joke? Like mm-hmm. you seriously have people say that or would just Oh, something... absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Like they hate them. They like uh our, we had a tour guide the whole time, you know, like usual. And uh and he's like uh he's a Scottish guy and he was he's he like a old man, he had some good dad jokes. He was just constantly bagging on the on the English. Yeah. And, and you go into bars and I remember uh you know, they were playing they were actually playing they actually ended up playing uh, each other in the I think men's league, I'm not sure. Uh, England ended up winning, winning unfortunately, but uh, you know, like they, they just you could just tell on the side of the streets, and wherever you go, you talk about you. They don't want to talk about it. They're just like, no, we don't like these guys. They're not cool. We're better than them. They're they're kind of, you know, actually a, a, a real political issue is they don't really have uh, much power there. They have a, the Scottish Parliament. Yeah. But uh, ever since ever since the Union in 1707, it's kind of been like a like this issue where the UK holds the power, the power, you know what I mean? And, and more importantly, yeah. England and England. Yeah. And so they, they kind of feel left out and that's a big part of their uh, referendum to leave, which has happened in you know, 2015. A lot of people were still talking about that and talking about the future with that. I heard this, I heard that the, that the people are trying to get uh, Scotland to stay with, uh, to stay with England uh, because if they, if they stayed with uh, England, they would stay with the EU 
But now look, at, we're looking at Brexit, so it was kind of propaganda because they knew that England was gonna, that the UK was gonna leave. Right. So it was, I don't know, it was a lot of they're kind of they feel deceived and rightfully so, and so not a lot of power. What did, did you talk to anybody about Brexit while you were there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what happened? What? what, what yeah, was they're that? all. You know, I this is pretty. Uh, I don't know the exact uh, statistics, but it was like a seventy percent. I want to say about a seventy percent uh, Scottish wanted to stay. They're uh, they tend to be more center left in their politics. Uh, but okay, yeah, but uh, in a national in a nationalistic way, I don't know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. It's, they care about you know they take care of their people and it's very community community based sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what else? So yeah, what? they were uh, a lot of a. Uh, no one, everyone I talked to, I talked to at least, I don't know, six, seven people about this year. It was a common thing to bring up, you know. Uh, and they all just said, yeah, we wanted to, we, we want to stay with the union. It gives them more economic opportunity in a place that's we're pretty much asking for it right now, asking for some economic boost. Yeah. And then did you notice the, the, the currency in Scotland? Yeah. Actually, you know, I don't think I was fortunate to get any, but I, I was told that, uh, yeah, I, I, oh, do, you, do you happen to know the, the name of it? The name of the currency? It may just be the Scottish pound. Yeah, it's, sure. it's a, that's what it's called, the Scottish pound. And I didn't know yeah. this. Um, I, I thought, I assumed, I, I guess I mistakenly assumed uh, prior to a year ago mm-hmm. that they would be, because they're so associated, so closely associated to England, I, didn't, I knew that they didn't have pounds, but right. I thought they would have euros, like in like in Ireland, it's right. just euros, right? Okay, okay. But they don't. They have a Scottish pound. So okay. it's interesting you say that you ran into people saying, you know, we don't like them. We're a set, we're yeah. better than them. We're separate from them. We're not associated to them. We're not English. We're not this. And that's yep. true. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting that they've, they've gone so far as to keep their own currency. And yeah, it's, sure. it's different. It's not it's not a euro. It's the Scottish pound. There's, but I heard there's some even issues with that. Like they could only, uh, they could only trade with. I know there's some restriction on it, like where you could exactly exchange that. It may just because Scotland was always big in banking, is from what they, I've learned. They've always been what? Good at uh, big in banking. Yeah, which makes sense with that they yeah. have their own currency, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, I guess it must be a sort of a nationalistic kind of, kind of pride thing, you know, like the kind of yeah, you know, it's it's a part well, of their a part of their history for sure. It's think about it. Think and think. Go come back to our soil where the civil war right right we were almost two different nations and the i think the turning point would have been if lincoln had not stopped them from having their own currency um right. they would have we would have been in trouble right they were the south like, was getting ready for like a cultural their own, their own right. cultural change because they were getting ready for their own currency right had that happened we would have been in, in trouble would have been yeah, much more i'm sure much more Difficult situation. And, to, and the uh, South is richer than the North, right? <laughs> so we would have been in a, a whole heap of trouble in regards to the separation of the Union or the yeah, division that's... of the Union, right? Current, yeah, currency is a. Every, I'm, I'm surprised. Do you know why the Swiss still hang on to theirs? Do you know that? I don't know why. I mean, the, the you mean Switzerland? Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I know that it's it has a lot to do with the value. I know it has a lot to do, even right. even when you talk about the euro. Mm-hmm. London is, is, is I'm, I shouldn't say London, England is, mm-hmm. is unique in the sense that they are a part of the euro, but they have their own currency. It's still, right. it's still the sterling, the, the pound sterling, yeah. yep. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not an expert on all this, but I'm saying in my experience, 
um, it's, it's an interesting thing because you're a part of the Euro. You get to t- you get to partake as a visitor the same kinds of things that you do if you're in France or Germany right. or wherever, right, wherever except yeah. you don't have to use the Euro or you can't right. use the Euro. You have to use their own currency. And that's that was my experience when I was in Scotland. The same kind of thing. I'm in Europe. I'm in the UK. Even better. But you're getting closer. I'm getting closer. But <laughs> I have my own currency for Scotland. And that, right. kind of, it was kind of the same experience as being in in London versus Germany, right? You're right, you're in right. the Euro. For sure, for sure. But, but just a slight difference or whatever. Monetary difference, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to answer your question, I don't know why or how Switzerland Swiss. is able to do that and continue to do that. I, I just know that monetarily speaking, there it's far more wealthier country. Right. Um, and that's probably has a lot to do with it, right? They don't want to they don't want to diminish that. Um, I know for a fact that countries like spain where they have a a a poor economy in regards to or or i should say in relationship to london or germany or wherever but um their their currency was when it was part of the year you know before the euro um their money was weaker right right i I can go down i can go down to spain and live like a king yeah well not anymore because It's the part of the euro, and, and right. it's the, and it, it boosted their economy. Yeah, I think exactly. I think Switzerland, just like London or England, had that same philosophy where we get into that average, and then we become average. Yep, and they, yeah, exactly. For, exactly, I, I totally agree with that. Because think about like, you know, a lot of countries are are right now are worried a lot about like Germany and as a financial kind of hub of Europe, as far as I'm as far as I've heard. Yeah, and there's a lot of concern with like Greece and Spain and their populations and their debt and all that all that stuff. It's kind of fluctuating, not doing so good. So it's a crazy time in Europe right now. And speaking of Spain, real quick, is uh, what's the deal with Barcelona, uh, Catalonia? Because uh, if they separate, then hypothetically, uh, then technically, I've never been to Spain. I've only been to Catalonia. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, yeah, it's funny you say that. I've never been to Spain. <laughs> um, a friend of mine is from there and and every once in a while i see some posts on social media about it and there there's you're right there's there's a lot of upheaval there there's a lot of arguments there's a lot of uh like civil unrest about the, all all of that and i and it's you know, maybe maybe to my maybe i don't know i'm gonna blame it on being just too busy i haven't had a lot of time to, to kind of really focus on what they're trying to do and what they're not doing but i i really see this as um another example of what's going what's going on with with england they, they want to be separate yep. but then yep. once you get and england is experiencing that right now where once you get separate there's no You're, turning back oh yeah exactly exactly right well no, 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 no. You, don't. You, you don't get those those perks <laughs> no sorry you're not you're you you wanted to be separate you're separate you don't get yep. those perks anymore and then the in england parliament especially is, is thinking. Oh, wait a minute. We're, we're going to lose this. We're going to wait. Wait. We're going to lose that. Wait. 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 We're going to lose this over here as well. Maybe this is not a great idea, right? Especially considering uh, how close the the vote was. Especially like you can't make a, a decision so big on such a, a small difference of votes. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Majority for majority for such such a thing. I don't know. I, I don't know what's more. going to happen with all that. I don't really consider myself political enough to say, yeah, I, I believe this is what's going to happen. I, I, I know right. this is going to happen. I don't follow it that much. 
other than my travels. Right? Yep. Selfishly, I, I, I want to keep track of it as far as my – what's it going to mean for me yep. in regards exactly. to travel, right? I was hoping – I was hoping because uh, I know uh, Maria, the, the Prime Minister, uh, Teresa – what's her name? Teresa May? May, yeah. Stepped down, stepped down while I was there. I was hoping maybe that would uh, help me out financially with the drop the pound a little bit, you know. <laughs> Did it? I don't I don't think so. I I was talking to my teacher. I don't not not significantly. <laughs> well, yeah, because she's still in, right? She's she's in for yeah. a while. Um, I, I think they're supposed in... to drop drop out of the, you know, they've been postponing all this Brexit, so I think I was I was kind of banking like currency is a thing you got to watch for, you know, before a trip and we were all banking on you know, this is going to sound bad. We were kind of banking on uh, Brexit, even though I don't believe in Brexit, but we were banking on it for, for currency reason. <laughs> yeah. For, for financial. Well, no, I think you bring up a good point, <laughs> a, a point we need to talk to the listeners about in regards to before you travel. Um, I spend a lot of time looking at the currency and the, the current, the, the, the conversion rates. Yeah. And I tell people, hey, right now is a great time because the dollar is so strong in regards to the euro. Yeah. Now is the time to buy because I always tell people buy a little bit of money a little bit of the foreign currency before we leave because we don't have a lot of time to spend looking for a bank. If we come across yep. one, great. But I, I always give the advice of you shouldn't you shouldn't go to those those currency kiosks in the airports or the train stations or yep. the subway stations. Only if you got to. Unless you unless it's a must. Um, yep. an absolute must because they're charging you yep. Yep. Uh, the current the conversion rates plus they're and, charging you a fee. Yeah. So I always <laughs> tell people bring enough actual foreign yeah. currency wherever you're yeah. landing so if you're landing in in london bring english pound sterling enough for a few days to get you through you know two or three hundred pounds or whatever or if you're going <laughs> yeah, to exactly. europe then bring euros right yep um so I, it, but one thing you gotta focus uh, another small thing is uh <laughs> i can't i forgot this every time off uh is a coin purse you know they have so many coins there yeah, yeah it's that's ridiculous funny. it's in so fact, ridiculous <laughs> yeah that, I mean, I mean, let me talk about those two things the, the thing about the about the currencies you want to make sure you have some money with you when you get there because um the more here's how the american atm works if we go out of the country we're actually being charged most credit cards are being charged for the point of purchase and you're being charged for the withdrawal of an atm so whatever is better for you in regards to your credit card, you have to talk to your credit card company and find out which one, which, which is better for you and how, what those rates are. <clears throat> but excuse me, but what you, what you want to do is make sure that you know exactly what you're being charged. So I always tell people my particular credit card charges me for both point of purchase and the withdrawal at an ATM. So mm-hmm. I want to withdraw um, as, as, um, fewer times as I possibly can from an ATM. Right. So I'll withdraw four or $500 at a time so I can last several days, if not, you know, close to a week uh, with cash in my hand. And I don't want to, I don't want to, and then here's the, the, the other side of the coin of this is I don't want to spend, or I don't want to carry too much money with me because if I lose it or get robbed yeah. or whatever, I don't want to carry too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't yep. want to lose too much. And pickpockets, man. We, yeah. I had a, another problem with pickpockets on uh, this trip. Uh, there's this, there's this guy walking up to our group, and yeah, that was you know, I'd tell him to get lost. It's not good. Was he messing uh, around with you, or not? Just uh, I mean, at first, but then he he walked across. Uh, we were in a group meeting too, which is kind of weird. We all even you know any I guess now any circumstance. We went, me and you almost got pickpocketed in front of the Eiffel Tower, and also I think once in uh, almost in 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 Italy, I believe. 
yeah, you gotta you gotta keep an eye out for people yeah, that are yeah. just kind of wandering around and, and touching you. Don't yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, can't let people get too close to you that you don't know. There's a there's a thing going on. I don't know what the, what the, I, I just I don't know what countries are doing it, but I, I know that I've seen it in France, I've seen it in Italy, yeah. I've seen it in London. Yeah. They, there's a pretty girl with a clipboard. Yeah, she yep, comes yep, up to you. Yep. She wants to talk to you and ask you questions about political stuff. Yeah. And then her friend, whoever that may be, out of nowhere comes up and bumps into you or whatever and tries to pickpocket you. So you, if you ever, if listeners, you see a pretty girl or even an ugly girl, yeah, with with a clipboard. There's plenty of them too. Run, of them. yeah, run. All don't yeah. don't let them stand near you. Don't let, don't let them get close to you. Um, Especially in France, I don't think we went to like a single major monument without you know seeing a. Well, yeah, wherever the tourists are, right? Yep, yep, yeah, sure, true. Wherever the exactly. tourists are. So anyway, to your original original thought, you have a coin purse. Um, you're right. European yeah, countries coins. have a lot of coins. Lots, yes. Versus paper, <laughs> and to this day, I still carry a little coin purse with in, in my pocket because it, it's just made, it makes sense, right? All this change does wrapping around I, in your pocket. I just stopped using stupid. it like. I know it's just, it's a vicious cycle. Like I would keep the change so I wouldn't use it. I'd put it in my backpack and then I'd use a five so I'd get more change. I just and by the end exactly. of this trip, exactly all this change. And you can't, yeah, you, you did what I used to do thirty years ago. You got all this change and you don't want to carry it in your pocket, so you put it in yeah. your backpack and then you yep, never yep, use yep. it. Yep, you, you never come home it. with thirty dollars worth of change. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you got to put it in that little change purse and put it in your pocket and then, um, yep. and then be able to spend it. There's just so much. Even even then, like you're still sorting through like eight different kinds of coins, <laughs> or so, even maybe more. Yeah. So, imagine imagine going to you know I, we we've had this problem where I think both times we go, <laughs> we go to uh, the EU and the UK like we were saying earlier. And now you have so many coins that are all different, <laughs> and it's just a hassle. It's, exactly, it's, and it's then, a funny hassle. It's and then what I what I do I think you've experienced with me. I, what I typically do is I carry a lot of American dollars at the end, and I'll buy yep. people's money from them because yeah, I do, go yeah. back and forth. Yeah, so I go often enough that I just I turn around and, and some people <laughs> like to keep those as souvenirs. Right. So, but right. for the most part, if somebody has like a fifty euro bill, I'll buy yeah. that from them. Come on. They don't yeah, want yeah. to. Because I'll, I'll give them the going rate. I don't want. Yeah. I'm not going to charge them an exchange rate and a fee and all that. Because <laughs> I can use that in the future, yep. right? Every and everyone. That's always always been very helpful for you to do. I, everyone has always used, done partake in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I, I've actually had it to the point where I I ran out, I ran out of money. I can't buy anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> I too much. So, hey, let's let's end uh, part one right there. That's a okay. good. Stop, that's a good spot to end it. And I will call you back. Okay. And listeners, this has been part one with Nicholas McKenna, and we're going to talk about traveling and, and as you heard it, all sorts of different things going on. We're going to tr- uh, resume in just a minute with part two, so come back and join us. Thank you. Thanks.